Let's go. Very open. Let's go. Uh. Welcome back, everyone. I hate doing introductions, but this is Devin Burton, the big dog. Well, uh, from the Gum Shots and Peacekeeper Club. How's it going, buddy? I'm good. How are you doing, big dog? Wonderful, wonderful. <laughs> uh, so let's uh, let's get right right into it. Tell me the history of the Gum Shots. History of first the of all, first before we get before we get into history, explain the gum shots. Um, okay, actually, I'm gonna read it right from the website because me and Jake just uh, <laughs> we just uh, came up with a, a good bio not too long ago. Hold on, I gotta find it. I don't want to mess anything up, you know. <laughs> Gumshits.com. Worldwide. <laughs> All right, so the Gumshots describe themselves as the hardest working genre fluid boy band, pre presents lo fi industrial fuzz metal, and post ironic Wellens new wave hip hop straight to your ear holes. Straight to your ear holes. Straight to your ear holes. Within the gum shot. <laughs> the gum shots. 
I guess I rap a little bit. I wouldn't really say that, but I, uh, yeah, embarrassing as that is, I do. Um, <laughs> lately, I'm more like a, I'm doing like the merch designs, I guess, and album covers and stuff like that, which I kind of like more because I don't see myself as a rapper, but we've definitely put out a lot of songs. Uh, sometimes I'll play drums, not as good as you, but uh, it happens. And uh, sometimes I'll yell, and yeah, that's about it. Nice. When did uh, when did you guys start? Um, Jake started it in I don't know, like a couple years ago. I want to say maybe like 2018, 2019. Uh, I didn't even really know him at that point, but he started with a couple other guys that he went to college with. I guess um, that I think only one of them's still part of it, but I joined. Uh, maybe like maybe like late 2019, I want to say. It was like an initiation. I was at Jake's Cottage and we were getting drunk at the campfire and there was like an initiation where I had to do a freestyle. Uh, I don't remember it, but there's a video of it somewhere, I'm sure. You're going to find it. Yeah, I'm sure Jake will have no problem sending that to you. <laughs> <laughs> That's going to be the intro to the episode, is, is your freestyle. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Please, no. Yeah, so then since then, uh, I used to like rap a lot more just because I thought it was funny. Like, I don't take this seriously. I want everybody to know that it's just not a serious thing at all. Uh, yeah, it was, it was really funny. It was, like, we, we've like experimented with a lot of stuff. We made like a pop punk album. We made like a, I don't know, like a fuzz metal album, I guess. Lots of raps. We made a country album. Uh, we want to do a gospel album. You know, just kind of mess around with everything. Yeah. So who else is all in, like, if you want to kind of do a rundown of members and... Take home shots? Okay. We got me, Big Daddy, uh, Jake, uh, Frello. I guess I'll use all, all the fake names in case people don't want me to say who they really are. Uh, <laughs> everybody has some pretty crazy names. Uh, so we got Big Daddy, Strello, uh, Chump Change, Young Sack, Pissed Kid, and Grandpa Grog. Grandpa Grog. Grandpa Grog, yeah. Grandpa Grog is like our uh, our model, I guess. Art director, maybe, I guess you could say. Right. But, uh, he's been on a couple covers. He, he adds a lot of uh, artistic flair to the to the band, I guess. Mm -hmm. So, okay. So, I knew when I first met you, I mean, you were, you, you were my boss. You're my new boss. <laughs> yeah. I came to work and I had a new boss. <laughs> it was you. <laughs> I think it's essentially how that went. Um, Pardon? I think it's essentially how it went. I don't think I even remember hearing that I was getting a yeah. manager. I and I come in as you. Yeah, I got transferred over to that store, and then I like saw you, and like was like, oh, this guy's probably like into the same music I am. So and I don't even remember like how we started talking or anything, but I guess just uh, probably because you were my boss. Yeah, employee relationship. I was gonna say, but uh, yeah. That's so, where it all began. So I don't know if I've ever, like, asked you about it, but what got you into punk and hardcore? Where did you start with that? Because I know, like, you're not, you're not, uh, despite being in a hip-hop group, like, you are a hardcore kid. I guess, yeah, yeah. Like, I've never been in any, like, bands or anything. Well, I mean, here and there, but, like, nothing serious or, like, played shows or anything like that. Yeah. Um, I guess, like, getting into it, I don't know. I remember, I always remember, like, 
Ramones have always been like my favorite band and they're definitely the band that got me into like harder stuff. Uh, before that, I was probably listening to like Eminem or like stuff like, I don't know. I had heard like Blink-182 too, I guess, but Ramones yeah. is like what got me started on like punk music. <clears throat> I guess you want to say punk. Um, that was like probably, yeah, I don't know, I was probably like 12 or 13 and I heard it and I was like, holy shit, like what the fuck is this? Yeah, kind of thing. You know, like it's not, you know, Ramones aren't that crazy, but like it was just so different. And then uh, I just like from there would like it was like the time of MySpace, so I would just like literally sit for hours and scroll through like the music page or whatever the band page, and like if I thought a band name sounded cool, I would just listen to their music just based on that. Or if like their their profile picture like looked cool to me, I would like listen to that. So then I started getting to more like. Uh, I don't know, more like Screamo, I guess, type stuff. Um, it like Alexis on Fire and like From First to Last and like stuff like that. Yeah. And then uh, it kind of just like grew from there, I guess. And then like I've always gone through stages with music. <clears throat> so like after that, I guess I started like going to shows around here, like to like L3 and like Scene Fest and all that stuff. I was like super into that. And then I kind of just like went through a phase where it, I think probably this is where we met because I remember saying like, "Oh, I don't." I used to go to shows a lot, but I don't really anymore. I remember that. Like, I remember. Yeah. I was like, you fucking idiot. I know, and I was like, I kind of miss like the golden era where like I hear you guys all talk about it. I'm like, oh, I was like, was out of it at that time, which kind of sucks. Like I hate it. Um, looking back, but honestly, whatever. But yeah, I just went through a stage where like for like a couple of years, I didn't really like go to any shows or like listen to really music at all i don't know what i was doing but i don't know stuff going on in life and stuff like that you know and then uh i was like listening to like a a lot of rap music at that point too and then it just kind of like switched i think there was a show i wanted to see i think like i don't even know what band it was it was like a harder band maybe like black lungs or something like that like after they put the punk album uh, oh, the uh, is it Pagan Holiday? Yeah, which yeah. is like it's still one of my favorite albums. Like, oh, good. Just this song, that's like, is this on Parkdale or Stay the Fuck Out of Parkdale? Stay the Fuck... Uh, it's called Stay the Fuck Out of Parkdale, I think. Uh, yeah, it's it so good. <laughs> yeah, so that's what kind of like got me back into it. I saw them play at L3 and I was like, like the show was crazy. There was like the guy was like pouring his beer on, on people and like pissing <laughs> and stuff. I was like, oh, this is why I, I liked it. This is why I loved it. So I got back into it, that kind of thing. And uh, yeah, started going to shows more heavily. And like, that's when I kind of got more into like, I guess like hardcore, I guess is where that kind of stemmed from. Getting into like, like Trapped Under Ice and Terror and right. Trapped, like, you know, mainstream kind of hardcore bands. If that's yeah, what I'm that's <clears throat> yeah, yeah, the big ones. And I started going to shows like that and like got back into it for whatever a couple years until the pandemic and then obviously i haven't been able to do anything yeah so you said the ramones was like the first one first band that kind of like got you hooked on it where did you first hear them like what was like how where do you remember that um i don't remember probably actually you know what i think it was i think i watched rock and roll high school I think that's what it was because I went through a phase where I was going, I was watching like different music movies, I guess, like uh, that Kiss movie, uh, Detroit Rock City. Yeah. Watch that. And then, like, uh, yeah, probably watched Rock and Roll High School and got into that. 
And then I just kind of went down the hole there, started like watching like SLC Punk and Sid and Nancy and stuff oh, like that. I fucking love SLC Punk. That movie is so yeah. good. Mm-hmm. It's a really good movie. Yeah, it's still one of my favorite movies. Same with Sid and Nancy too. Like, yeah. I don't know. I just love seeing like the the lifestyles. I was like obsessed with like punks and like Sex Pistols, like the the look and like their way of life kind of thing. I thought it was so cool when I was younger. Yeah, well, um, it kind of strikes that chord, right? Yeah. Yeah, exactly. And there was like nobody else in like the school that I went to like listen to any of that stuff, like up until like high school probably. Mm -hmm. Before that it was I grew up in Port Luzi, so it's like uh you know, pretty uh nice like suburbs, I guess you could say. Um so yeah, I didn't like I didn't even have anything to anybody to share it with and whatever. So I just like got into that and I would just like after that I would just like listen to music like nonstop, like just like go for walks so I could listen to music and it wouldn't bug my mom and stuff like that. <clears throat> yeah. Yeah. I kind of grew up in the same, uh, kind of the same area, like near, near Port Dalhousie. Um, yeah. And same thing was until, I think until high school, no one was really listening to what I was listening to that I knew yeah. at least. Like at best, it was like Blink-182 or Sum 41. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Like when it came to bands like, like Ramones, Sex Pistols, or, or Black Flag, like, no, no mm. one else was listening to them, and I was just kind of finding them, um, yeah. not delving too deep, but just kind of find them, and I don't think until high school, I mean, I ended up going through a fucking scene phase, as most people <laughs> did, yeah. but, like grade eight, I started, that's when I started listening to, like, Alexana, and from first to last, and all yeah. those, you know, um, so you also mentioned, like, you, you got into that, like, emo uh, the screamo you said like yeah for first last i was on alexis on fire i mean i i feel like with alexis that's kind of like a no-brainer from people from the area that we're from yeah where did you find them like how did you what was the first time you listened to a band like that like was it was it alexis was it like a first last in that uh most hardcore kind of yeah it probably was alexis it was just like um just on myspace like it was like you know, when MySpace blew up or whatever, like everybody had MySpace, I would like, that was probably like, I don't know, I was in grade five or six, maybe seven, I don't know. Yeah. <clears throat> and just like, uh, it was kind of like, that's how I would find my music or like LimeWire. Uh, my yeah. cousin was in, my cousin was in a couple bands around here too. Um, and like played drums and then he was kind of more into that music. So he, <clears throat> I remember like the first time I got, an, an mp3 player it's like one that helped like 20 songs and uh i just got him to put music on it and he had all that stuff on there so there's like alexis Sayosin, like i don't remember like you know kind of just stuff like that and that's what opened that up and then yeah just the myspace fitting like i would just scroll for hours looking for bands and then download them all on limeware and then uh yeah just listen like even though, like i've never heard them obviously i would just like download the songs and uh yeah just go from there and listen to them all the time yeah so it's funny because for me like i i, I kind of i had myspace but i missed out on the that's how you found the music like i i right. used limewire but i was like i was downloading like I saw, I saw a meme i think it was this morning where it's like uh a limewire meme where it was like linking park numb and like random capitalization <laughs> and the family computer just gets like blown up and stuff yeah and like that is exactly what it was was you downloaded linkin park and you yeah, the the they had that thing where it was like the blue 
uh, Bill Clinton speaking about the the incident, whatever with that lady. Um, you know, sometimes yeah, like I'd be so excited to hear a song, and then it like wouldn't be that song or yeah. it would be something, whatever. Uh, I was just talking about this with somebody else too. Like even when iTunes happened, and I would like. <clears throat> I would still download the music on LimeWire, but then you'd have to transfer it into iTunes. You'd yeah. have to like read the songs, put them in the track list, find like a, an album cover or, you know, you fight your all yourself. Yeah. But like those were, it was fun like that. Cause like you're just discovering it and you're, you know, it's getting, getting all new and you actually have to like take time to, to do it. Yeah. Well, like, cause like, because, because I miss, like I had the LimeWire, but I missed the MySpace way of finding music. Mm. I, I can't really remember how I exactly was finding a lot of new bands. It must have been back when YouTube actually gave you like recommendations, not just you watch yeah. this one dude's video. Here's his, his entire account. Yeah. Um, I think the first one that I I can't remember who it was, probably Alexis and or Blink Twenty Two or something like that. And mm. I would have to go. I would go on like Wiki or something. Or like mm. punknews.org if you remember that website and yeah. find track listings for the records and then go on youtube and find the, the video youtube to mp3 convert yeah. it, and then go on to like either uh just onto the files on the computer or onto uh itunes uh yeah and like it was so fun doing it that way because you were just like spending a whole night just downloading music and you're just like up until three in the morning like fixing the like the uh, all the info on it and uh yeah that was a cool way that was like a it felt like you were really finding stuff you know even yeah i'm sure the mice yeah. was the same but now it's like i feel so lost in everything now with like spotify like, like if i find new it's like that they have their discover weekly but it's just mm -hmm. like i feel like i, I I'm like oh this song's cool I, I save it and i'm like i they're they're kind of lost you know? Yeah, it's so easy. I do that. Like I listen to Discover Weekly every week, like when they update it too. And like, there's a lot of songs I'm li I like on there. Yeah. But I'll like I'll do the same thing. I'll save it, and then there's like a chance maybe I'll listen to it later because like all my my like songs or whatever. I'm not, I, it, it's there's so many. It's gonna take forever to find it. Where like before, like you said, like yeah, you have to like put time into it and like and find the track listing. I would like look up the lyrics and just like read the lyrics yeah. along to it. Or like spend time like burning CDs, like that's crazy, you know. And you would like have to find like, <clears throat> I don't know, I, this is what I did. But I would like find certain songs that kind of sounded the same, or was like, oh, this is like a certain mood, or like whatever, and like burn a CD just with those. And you'd have to go through like hundreds of songs just to find the right one. Oh yeah, um, but yeah, same thing. Like staying up all night and just like listening to music and discovering new stuff and like seeing how far you could go and like different bands and like like finding like obscure bands that nobody heard of and stuff like that oh yeah and that's the thing is i feel like there's like a kind of like a i don't know if disconnects the right word it's like it's been lost that like it's not exactly i don't know tan tangible is not the right word but like you felt kind of connected to it a little bit more because like like you just said you had to put the, you had to put the effort into it it wasn't just like you open spotify and everything is there perfect for you just like listen to it and that's it like yeah. you were like yeah, looking at the lyrics, and it's kind of the same, kind of, kind of, I think that might be why I started, like, getting, like, collecting records and stuff, it was, mm. it was kind of, like, to me, it was the, it felt, I was getting the same enjoyment from buying records as I was spending hours downloading one band's fucking discography, because I was yeah. like, 
holding this thing, I was reading the lyrics, and it felt like I was there, where it's similar to downloading it and fucking fixing it all and yeah, yeah. having to go through it and like reading the lyrics. And that's the thing. I think the lyric, I think the lyrics is the thing that gets lost big time. I think that was, that's yeah, been sure. the biggest hit is that people, because it's just so readily available, mm. that they're not like really reading into what they're what they're consuming right yeah there's not as much of a connection like yeah even with vinyl that's the same thing like you have a physical copy you have to take the time to take it out of the sleeve and put it on the player and like put the needle down and all that and like you have you're like you're forced to listen to it in order to like um i'll do that like when my new albums come out i'll, I'll listen to it in order but a lot of times i'm just shuffling through like my like songs or a yeah. playlist or something like that <clears throat> it's like the, the letter- yeah. The algorithm, the shuffling algorithm is like when you had like the i remember the iPod shuffle, the little guy, yep, or just like yep. even like a, a Zoom or all those like random MP3s everyone used to have, right? Um, yep. A shuffle was a shuffle; like it actually fucking just played randomly. Yeah. Uh, whereas now, you have an algorithm for it, and it's like every shuffle. I think, uh, what was I? I I heard or read that if you actually look at you know you can look at what's coming up on Spotify. Mm-hmm. Uh, it if you notice, look at the artists. It's they think they give you five to seven letters for the big name for the artists. It'll shuffle within those and give you a random off every like couple songs. But there's um, it's not actually properly shuffling all your stuff. They're doing it by letters, and then you're most played within those uh, that alphabetical. Yeah, yeah. It seems like especially like I, I have like a favorites playlist that I'll put on that it just kinda has everything that I listen to and it's always the same, I don't know, thirty to fifty songs I'd say that I hear mm-hmm. every time. It's like the same, right? And it's yeah, those like those new songs from like Discover Weekly just kinda get lost. Like I think Spotify is a great way to find new bands. It's like it's just makes it so much easier, but you the, the the time and like dedication is is lost somewhere you know yeah the connect yeah the connection to the artist is not really there yeah like i'll listen to all the news but i still keep going back to like albums or artists that i know just because i like already have that connection right or i've had it since i was like 15 or whatever you know yeah yeah Yeah. and at the same time like there there is a cool recently i never really so like, I mean, like, Spotify should absolutely be paying their fucking artists more. Like, that's a fucking huge thing. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Like, who, I was watching that, uh, the the Powerful Truth Angels one with G, G Perico, is that his name? Uh, yeah, G Perico, yeah. Perico. And he was saying how, what was it, like, over, like, a couple million streams gets him, like, I think, 10K, I think he said. And yeah. it's like, that's so many fucking monthly listeners. That's yeah, so exactly. Many people listening to his music, yeah. and such little payout for how many people he's drawing in. To, but then Spotify's making all that money, right? Yeah, yeah exactly. Even like TikTok, Gumshots blew up on TikTok somehow. Right. So yeah, I actually want to talk about that. Like, you guys, that's what kind of like kind of helped you guys out a lot. Is like TikTok, fucking. Yeah, it's uh, like it's all like these young kids. I don't know how they find it or anything, but Gumshots got like. I don't know the exact number, but I'm going to say like four and a half million plays on TikTok, yeah. which is insane. That's fucking like bad. Spotify, like we have like, I don't know, 30 monthly listeners, maybe. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, we we 
or Jake saw the thing on TikTok and it was like four and a half million, like out of nowhere. Like we don't, we don't promote anything or like do anything like that, you know? And it's just like the most random song. So it'll be like a, a little girl playing with her cat or something like that. So yeah, mm-hmm. I don't know what happens, but I don't think, I didn't, I, for us, like didn't make any money off of that. I don't know how TikTok pays, but I know Spotify is uh, very, very little. I think Jake's probably made like 50 bucks, I want to say, within like four years on Spotify, which I, I don't know, might be good for some, like, I, you know, I'm not, not a complaint, obviously, but like, right. Uh, I'm sure there's other artists that are doing a lot more that are not being paid what they should be. Right. Um, yeah, I, 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 I don't really know how the TikTok world operates. I know so there's that one song by Surf Curse of freaks that song is huge on tiktok yeah i remember when that song came out back in like i know it came out in 2013 i think i heard it like in 2015 like i remember i was in high school still so like yeah like i must have heard it when it came out or the year after and that was just like a lo-fi song i heard it a couple times like oh really good and then like i I know the dude went to do current joys which is a band i really fucking like um Mm -hmm. another lo-fi thing and then all of a sudden I'm seeing people posting on their like Instagram stories, like their TikToks they made. And it's just like, I think that it's like a collage where it's like, make your life look like a movie. And then that's the song that accompanies it. I think. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I know. It's this fucking song. And then they, they blew the fuck up that band. Yeah. Um, mother, mothers, mother, I think. Mother. I, I apparently know. they, I, I don't know what song I never really, I just knew of them. They had a song yeah. that, Re, like literally revitalized their career uh, <laughs> like they're out touring and making new music now because their song blew up so much on tiktok mm. and it's so it's thing, yeah. like it's definitely a lot of exposure for them you know if it if somebody finds it and whatever which i guess would would in turn hopefully lead to like spotify plays or Bandcamp or whatever you're on yeah which hopefully translate into money that you deserve but uh what's yeah, song? Right? Yeah. Which gumdrop? Uh, I, get, I always want to call you guys the gumdrops, but it's way better. It's the gum shots. Um, <laughs> <laughs> which song was on the? Which one? Which song blew up on TikTok? Um, I don't know. I might be able to find it, but I don't even know if it gave a song. Hmm. I'm trying to see. There's like, okay, I have the picture, which it, it's okay. It's that like over 5 million plays now streams, but I don't, I think, I think it's just based on artists. I don't think it gave us a specific song. There's um, like, we made a Christmas song last year. I think that one blew up. That one was good. Uh, that was really good. I like that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. We tried to do that. We want to do like a song for every holiday. So you want to have like a Valentine's day song and a St. Patrick's day song. Thanksgiving song. I think that'd be funny. Oh but uh, yeah, I don't know. Um, you guys can do I a probably song. Pardon? Lent. Oh yeah, we'll do a Lent. Yeah, we'll do whatever whatever the fans want. We'll do it. Whatever the fans want. <laughs> Any holiday, gumdrop. The gumshots got you. Yeah, yeah, music for the fans for sure. Um, yeah, so I don't know if it like if it's an exact song or if it like I can only see that it's uh, just like the gumshots as a whole as yeah. the, like you know whatever. Um, but yeah, like I said, I don't know how they found it or like, I don't know. I don't know how that happened. 
this is like nobody's searching the gum shots on TikTok or like you know like even a certain song name like I don't know it's gotta be the same way that just viral works it's just the right people that share it to the right people work right like it's like yeah yeah viral probably. tweets viral YouTube videos just like it just spreads just at the right time right place right time kind of deal probably yeah I yeah, don't yeah. know like I, yeah, I, don't I like to pretend yeah. like I think I know what like works in the internet world, but then I'm like I don't know what the fuck kids are doing. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I don't like I don't even have TikTok. I've never like, used it. I don't know. But, yeah, that's the thing is like to me like TikTok is exact. It, it is literally Vine. Yeah, that's what I always thought it was, and I I don't know. Uh, I don't know what's different about it. I don't. I know Vine is not a thing anymore. But then TikTok started, and it, yeah, pretty much seems like the exact same thing. Yeah. I don't know, but there's like people famous off it, like you know, TikToker is like a career now, you know. Yeah, and like, man, I was uh, I remember where I heard it, but like, yeah, like I think it's like these these fucking like like fifteen year old kids are like huge on it, right? But they're being fucking exploited by their parents, like so fucking hard. Yeah, yeah, TikTok's always like, always like the young kids. It seems like it's blowing up on there too. Yeah. I mean, like, I, I'm almost 30. I can't keep up with that, and I don't really have an interest in it, but I'm glad that they're getting paid for it, I guess, if it's yeah. if it's cool with them, what they're doing, you know? Yeah. Yeah, yeah I don't know. I, I can't keep up. No. Uh, going to do a complete 180 on our combo here. What, do you remember? <laughs> <laughs> well, let's get the fuck away from TikTok. What was the – do you yeah, remember the first show? And how, you got, and how you got there, like, or your first punk show, maybe not your first, like, not your first live band experience, your first punk hardcore show, and how you found out who got you there, what got you there, that whole story, you know, your story. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, I remember, yeah, maybe not the first show, because that band is canceled by now. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, the first, like, punk show I went to, I mean, I don't even know. I want to say, like, I mean, this band's kind of canceled, too, though. <laughs> Whatever. Um, oh, well, what was it? doesn't matter. Like, what band okay, was it? Like, the first, like, show I went to downtown was, like, Life Ruiner, probably. Okay, yeah. Um, they probably played with, like, uh, what was his cousin's band's name? Uh with they had like the synth and the keyboard and all that abandoned all ships i was gonna say abandoned all ships yeah, <laughs> yeah abandoned all ships. that was like the first and i remember like Wait, i was like i was dating a girl in high school that we had very similar music interests yeah and her brother was like a couple years older and like had been going to shows and stuff so that's probably like how i heard of it and i don't know if we went with him or whatever like just met up with him at the show but i remember like showing up and there's like this big crowd in line and i like even that like i'd been to a few like concerts before like with my mom but never like by myself and like into it like at a show where i was actually into the music and stuff like that yeah. and like seeing kids from high school and stuff like that like all lined up and talking to them or whatever and then like yeah going in there was at l3 and like you know going up the stairs and it's like packed up there and yeah uh, and then the music starts playing and everybody's going nuts because it was like back then it was always just like high school kids. Oh yeah, uh, and Life Ruiner was a fucking huge band at that time, right? Like they were. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, like uh, they they did make some 
pretty good music, you know? Yeah. It sucks what happened and all that, but uh, yeah, those, that's like what got me into it. And then like, I think it was probably like right before scene that that happened. And then I like heard people talking about it at high school. Oh, scene fest and whatever. Like I had never heard of it. So I like went online and looked it up and I was like, Oh my God, there's so many bands that I had heard of, like even from, from my space or just like, you know, from my girlfriend's brother or stuff like that. And uh, yeah, went to my first scene, I think like maybe attack and black played it and like, you know, oh, kind of back then when they were still playing it and it was, it was still good. Uh, like silver scene and stuff would go. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. I remember like all the scenes I went to, that was always like my favorite time of the year oh. and favorite day. Like I'm sure anybody that's like in the scene would say that, right? Like it was, it was so yeah. cool about that. For, for anyone that is actually listening, um, I want to <laughs> point out scene fest was the fucking sickest shit. Um, that was what do you remember what it stood for? St. Catherine's, no, St. Catherine's, uh, entertainment, maybe I don't even know. Yeah, it was a music festival the entire entirety, at least when I went, because I was, I only ended up going the last couple of years. Yep. Was they took the entirety of the downtown of the city of St. Catharines, Ontario, and yeah. all the bars or parking lots just yeah anywhere they could fit a stage anywhere they could fit a stage they did what and you'd have like, like you'd have punk bands, hardcore, metal, pop you like they're like it, it was just it was awesome it was really everybody awesome. Yeah. Um, yeah. and a lot of big names came through there too like like you were just saying like Silverstein. Alexis on Fire was huge there. Comeback Kid. Um, I saw the yeah. Faceless play there, which is like a they're like a pretty fucking sick metal band. Um, yeah. I saw even like I mean they're they're a little bit later in the world, but like even like the that, that like melodic like hardcore world kind of like uh, being as an ocean. They were huge in that like scene. Yeah. They played there when they yeah. were like their like peak, which was like really their first record, but like. Mm. That, it, it was really cool. It was a really good time. Um, and I miss it. it. Like the last year they kind of, kind of end, it ended. The last year was weird. Yeah. I didn't go to the last one, maybe the last two, just cause it like. <laughs> Those are the, the two pit. that I went to. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the two maybe. that I played. That's the, I went to them because I played those two. Okay. Well, yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe I think. Only maybe the last one that I missed, just because I like, I, I mean, that was kind of also the time where I stopped going to shows a little bit, but I was still interested in Scene Fest was always like the biggest part of the year, right? Yeah. But I think maybe I just didn't recognize any of like the bands. Like, I'm sure there was like different local bands that I saw that yeah. maybe I knew people, but like, ah, I can go see them next weekend or whatever, you know? Like, that was uh, the thing, was because the big bands they pulled through were bands like Matthew Good, uh, Lights, Merit. Was it Mariana's Trench yeah. played? Like, yeah, Mariana's Trench. Mariana's Trench played at Montebello too one time. Yeah, they played uh, the maybe. But yeah, like Lights and like Alexis on Fire played it. Like, kind of. They were still like, I know they played it when they were like getting big, but when they were big, they still played Attack and Black, like I said. Yeah. Uh, Shot Blood, like a uh, hardcore band from the states. Sorry, can you repeat uh, that? Shy Shy Halud. Oh, they played. Yeah, True. I don't know if I'm saying it right, but. Uh, yeah, they played the first one I went, and that's why I was like, that's when I was getting into the hardcore stuff too. Like, it's like holy shit, like they're pulling some big bands, and they'd have cool vendors there too. Like the yeah. like Skate for Cancer would be there, Rob Dyer, and like 
a bunch of different stuff you know it was it was cool they did a good job with it yeah it, it is a shame that it ended because like yeah that last year where they got bands like because like like alexis shy like all those bands were not on that last year i think like no. the cool like punk bands were the bands that you could see the next couple of weeks just at a show like i think the biggest like yeah. if i could be very wrong i could be remembering this incorrectly but i think the biggest cool band that was supposed to play was single mothers yeah and, yeah sounds and, about right um, I, I can't say but it, it seems like something they would play i think that I was where we were at it was like the biggest cool like the coolest like punk band that was big was single mothers So I wanted to now I want to transition and talk to you about um, Peacekeeper Club. Peacekeeper I want to talk about Peacekeeper. Right. Explain to the, the right. listeners what Peacekeeper Club is and what you do, what you're doing. <laughs> uh, Peacekeeper Club is like my art page, I guess. Like it's just digital art. I haven't posted any like handmade stuff on there, which I I don't know. I I, I don't really know what I'm gonna do with it. I guess we'll get more into that but uh yeah pc club digital art i do it all with an ipad i kind of change my style all the time i've like recently found like 
what I like to do, which is like traditional tattoo flash art, I guess you could say. I don't really know what it is. I do kind of weird shit. I kind of try to switch it up. Um, but yeah, it started just like I got an iPad and was like drawing and doing all this, which I like, I've always drawn like tat flash, I guess, um, since I was a kid. But then the iPad kind of opened me up to like, oh, I can do like graphic design stuff or I can do like, like I did that picture of you, like where it's not mm-hmm. flash, but like, you know, you can kind of mess around with different textures and stuff like that. Um, so yeah, like if you look at the page, it's kind of all over the place up until recently. Um, but I was, yeah, I was doing all that stuff, like the, the more like, I don't even know what you would call it, like the more graphic type of art, I guess. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's fun and all, but it just like doesn't turn out how I want it to. And so I've just kind of moved back to doing like the traditional tattoo kind of stuff. I don't know. I don't know even what the best word to describe it is, but traditional flash type stuff, I guess. Um, which I think like, I, like I was doing all the other stuff and I was like, it's fun and all, but like, I get a different feeling when I put out like a cool piece of like weird flash kind of stuff. Yeah. Uh, you know, where I'm heading with it now and, uh, doing all that. But, uh, yeah, I also like, I did the, the shirts with Jake, uh, 367 pictures. They are for no, sale. 367 pictures. <laughs> Shout out by Jake Burgess, 367 yes. pictures. Absolutely um, great filmmaker. Yeah, it is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, or sorry, he is, but it's a movie that he just made that I did the shirts for is, is good. I've seen different cuts of it. It's very good. Um, so that was like the first time I like did like a project where like he asked me to like, Oh, can you design a shirt for it? Yeah. And we were like, we kind of had the same vision for it of what we wanted to do with it. And like, we knew it, like, I didn't want to do like the, the like flash kind of stuff. I didn't want to do like a, like a graphic image. So I kind of moved into like the more like graphic design kind of space with it. Yeah. Um, but we both had like the same idea of how we wanted it to turn out. Um, like had the same references pulled and stuff like that yeah and then like we'd go back and forth i'd send him a design he'd be like oh can you change this or do this or whatever and we'd be like yeah, yeah, yeah like you know so we kind of worked together with that um made a couple posters and the shirts just got them printed at press time they are coming um yeah so I, I like i would like to do stuff like that too but it's also like just for like my personal stuff like doing the the traditional flash stuff is like i i love it so with um, what you did with the movie, um, just mm. just so we can give a, a good shout out for it, the movie's called uh, I'm Sorry If I Took a Toll on You. Is that correct? Yep. Yep. Um, so I haven't, it, it hasn't been released yet, right? No, it's not. Uh, they're still in the process. It's it's finished, but they're still in the process of like selling it and distributing it and all that stuff. I, I don't really know too much details. I mean, you could probably talk about it more, but uh, yeah, it, it is finished. They shot it over the summer. Uh, like last summer and what kind what was uh you i kind of know but if you want to explain what you know of what, the, it, what genre is yeah. it's like a psychological kind of thriller maybe horror type movie um yeah but a uh person that meets somebody at a cottage i don't want to give too much away or say anything okay. like that um but it will be out soon. Everybody should watch it. 
yeah, he's posting teasers and stuff all the time. Yeah. I uh, I was supposed to go help on it too, uh, but I my car broke down, so I wasn't able to get up there. But <laughs> um, I've, I've worked in, in movies before with him too. I was, I was in one of his movies actually. It got stranded. Yeah. Uh, was it, is it called Baby Blue? Or no, oh, I forgot about that one too. Actually, no, we did. Uh, it period two final project was his last movie that came out. Okay. And uh, he like asked me if I wanted to do it. I was like, oh, yeah, I'm like a really bad actor. I just laugh every time he says. <laughs> I know that's the thing is I couldn't handle if, if Jake was directing me I, I would just be like fuck man yeah no I couldn't do it but yeah I just there's like one scene that I'm in where I get strangled on a couch like people pop up behind me and, and choke me out oh sick <laughs> it was pretty cool but then yeah we made a, a short film maybe two years ago I have the poster I like painted a hand like a hand painted movie poster for it I have it on the wall um it's called his dreams of blue it's like a experimental short film um we just submitted it he submitted it to like a bunch of different festivals like short film festivals like in hamilton toronto a bunch of other ones too so uh hopefully we'll get accepted for maybe something like that that was cool yeah um yeah it's like very experimental like weird shit like short film it's pretty cool mm. shout out jake jake's the boy great filmmaker jake. He is. um three seven three six seven pictures Three, six, seven pictures. There we go. Um, so with Peacekeeper, yeah, you you kind of did find like your your niche. I feel like because like at first, like yeah, you, like I mean, I really liked you, you did the a bit of. I could tell you drew inspiration from bands you liked. You know, like like there was the Aaron West and the Roaring Twenties reference with the uh, divorce. Is it divorce in the American South? Yep. Yep. Yeah, I really I really liked that photo. That was I really liked how that one turned out. I liked the characters you were drawing at the time. It was really cool, and I still really dig it. Um, but now I, I I really like where you've gone with it, where you're doing the traditional. It's just like the like the little flash four by fours you're doing are so sick. Thank you, um, thank you very much. And like I I I, uh, I like how you did the one that was that was based off Ikulu. Is that you press the band? Um, probably. Which one was it? The uh, unscrew my head. Oh, and yeah, yeah, yeah. That, yeah, that, was, was, new that one is. I think is that the. Is it this one? That's my phone background. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. No, your background. It's that's like sick. your phone background, man. Oh, thank you. Yeah, that's probably my favorite one that I've done so far. But yeah, I just like. Uh, I was just listening to that album the whole time while I was drawing it, so I was like pulling inspiration from that. I guess like even like maybe the imagery doesn't directly relate to the album, but. You know, yeah, that's what I usually do. I like put on an album or an artist and just kind of let it go. I know some of the things look like I probably take a bunch of mushrooms or acid before I, <laughs> but I don't. <laughs> it's just kind of, yeah, it's just kind of in my head and do that. Um, but yeah, I have, I've definitely found, I think, what I want to keep doing with it. Like, I have so many different ideas of where I would like it to go that I'm not exactly sure um but yeah a lot of it before was just like experimenting like i'm just looking to the page right now like i i did like different graphic stuff i did of like different like celebrities i guess so i did like the one of maddie matheson and two-tone the pta one uh that one okay. kind of blew up <laughs> that one kind of blew up because they reposted it um and did that so like it got like quite a bit of likes on it um and i 
was talking to them about doing more. Ooh. Like I, Maddie, Maddie messaged me separately because I think he posted it in his story. So he's he was like, oh yeah, like maybe like for a shirt design or something. I was like, okay, yeah, cool. Like let me know whenever. Like nothing came of it, but you know, it, mm. it's still cool to kind of hear from him and say that, you know. Yeah. Um, two tone, two tone, like like gave me uh, uh, a lot of thanks and like uh, said it was really cool and stuff. So I thought that was cool. Yeah, fucking yeah 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 so yeah that was kind of like what i was doing i had this idea like oh i'll just like especially after that i was like oh i'll just draw like different famous people and maybe i can like get them to repost it and whatever and then i was like i did it a couple of times and uh i was like it's just not like my thing i don't i don't think it's as fun as drawing like the the, the recent stuff that i do like the the traditional kind of stuff mm-hmm. um yeah like a lot of it is exploring you can kind of see if, if you go down the page you can see like the styles changing and then eventually like kind of evolving into to what it is now mm-hmm. um yeah, just a lot of like experimental stuff <laughs> and then like yeah i don't know because that's my favorite like imagery just like weird traditional stuff even like the simple classic like sailor tattoos and stuff like that but i like to kind of like put my own spin and like kind of make it weird and you know do stuff like that yeah yeah like i like like what I like about yours is you do kind of like a symmetrical piece, but the middle is always it's like own. It's not. It's the middle isn't symmetrical. It's like, yeah. it, it it adds this cool dimension to every art that you do. Um, and like the one you posted you. today, uh, bo- what'd you call it? Born to. Born to yeah, just because it says born to raise hell on it. The one with the snake and the baby. Yeah, yeah. looks fucking so tough, man. It's so sick. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah, I was doing the symmetry thing for a while, and it is really cool. Um, and, like, the iPad makes it so easy because you can just set it mm-hmm. to symmetry. And it, like, looks sick, and I, I, I do love that style. But I posted six of them in a row, and I was like, okay, maybe I should switch it up a little bit. So, like, yeah, the new ones I tried to do not so much symmet- so not so symmetrical, but still, like, kind of have a lot going on in it where you, like, have to kind of look at everything to figure out what it is and all that stuff. And yeah. But, uh, yeah, yeah, I like well, it. I love it. I mean, I obviously, as as you know, but any listeners don't, I absolutely am almost forcing you to go hard on this. Uh, <laughs> mostly, yeah, yeah. I personally want to just rep as much Peacekeeper Club as I can. <laughs> um, it's just like it's, it's such good art, man. And like, I want to, like, obviously, I want to support you. Um, but like, this stuff is like, it's like, I want, I want to hang like fucking like a tap like a tap i want a tapestry i want like a print of it it's so gnarly and like um i'm really hoping you you get into the world of like i know i know like printing shirts is like a especially the first print the first one's always the weirdest and the hardest one to do you're like is anyone gonna buy it right um but i'm really looking forward to when you when you just pull the trigger and just start like i know you are you wearing the peacekeeper club hat right now or no no i do have you have a peacekeeper club hat right yeah, I, I made it, like, even before I started the page, though, I always had, like, this name that I, I was, like, Peacekeeper, it sounds so cool, but I didn't know what I wanted to do with it, I was like, no, maybe start a band, maybe, you know, do this, or maybe, like, start a zine, which I think might be the next that would, Yeah. Uh, but, uh, yeah, yeah, because I, I used to regret lids, so I would just, like, make custom hats all the even this one, it's a Trapner Guys hat, but it's not official, I just kind of made it, you know? Yeah. <clears throat> but, yeah. 
made that peacekeeper hat a while ago and uh, it's just turned out to, to use the same name um but yeah about like selling stuff yeah like i know you messaged me a couple of times and and said that even when you were here last time like we, we were talking about it and it was a big inspiration and it i uh, thank you very much for that it, it's it you know it uh, makes you feel very good and like what i'm doing is like actually cool kind of thing <clears throat> um so yeah i put up a, a couple things a couple designs on the society six website um, I know when your friends bought something. Thank you very much. Appreciate yeah. that. Uh, really cool. Rob, uh, co-host for oh, was it? yeah, okay. he, he, I sent it to him That's right it. away, and he instantly. It's like the day that you did that, I was also we were also just like talking about like I was talking to them about interviewing like you, and I was like okay, and then you literally I think did it that time in the process of me talking to both like the like yeah. Rob and Fernando who I do right. show with. Um, and then you made that and we're like, here's everything I can sell. And he was like, what did he get? Like the coasters, I think. Yeah. 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 The coasters, the, uh, the man's ruin design. Yeah. He instantly was like, well, I got to cop the coasters. Like, <laughs> I mean, like I, I, I just got back to work after I broke my ankle. And like, so once I actually have like, this isn't payment, I'm buying, I'm fucking buying a throw pillow, man. Like I got to get, I think of a man's ruin with the throw pillow on. Um, okay. But uh, well, yeah, it, it looks sick. It's so good, and it's like, like I think it's a really great start to uh, where you can take it. And like the idea of you doing a zine, I think is sick. Yeah, yeah. Thank you. Yeah, it's uh, it's like just an idea that I've had. Like I, I kind of, I made like a mock-up one maybe a year or two ago of like just different images that I had like drawn or like uh even just like edited together like pictures from the web or from movies and stuff like that um but didn't really have any like substance or anything like that mm. and then so like now that i'm like really into it and like know how to like get stuff printed or like make like a page work and look good and stuff like that um i've been really thinking about it i have this zine here too like just sitting on my desk all the time is like inspiration it's like absolute truth Oh, the uh, Millspec Wild Side chain. Yeah, I like. I'll just like look through it sometimes, even if I like don't know what to draw. I'll just kind of look through it. Um, but even like it's always sitting there. And I always look up and I'm like, fuck, I could like do something like this and like, <clears throat> you know, kind of mix like the drawings and and then like the hardcore music or like interview bands and like even just through text. I think would be cool. I don't know if I could do a podcast. Then I'm not that great at talking, but. <laughs> but uh yeah i think like a like a weird like hardcore type zine would be cool i don't know yeah well i mean like now is the perfect time too like we just had everyone locked up for fucking almost two years feels like oh no with like the creative um outlets that we all had didn't have the 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 opportunity to sell it and to not even sell it but mm. uh, to get to get it out there in general yeah um, yeah so long in a in a way other than okay what's your address I'll drop it off at this time because we can't actually physically see each other I can't talk to yep. you about it. you can't have a back and forth um so with like especially like shows popping up and like like hardcore like man like now's the time like especially with the zine like to be mixing like the art that you've started, like you've really been working on a lot lately, uh, to mm. mix with like shows that are now coming back. Now's the right time, right? Like, um, yeah, yeah, you know, 
exactly. Like, I don't know exactly what I would want to do with it, but like, yeah, I don't know. Just even just making some type of like physical form of the art would be cool. Cause like, I, I used to do that a lot. I used to like have a bunch of paintings and like, I even have like stacks of like flash that I used to just draw as a kid. And like, oh, like as a teenager, like, like they're just outlined and stuff. I never colored them or anything, but like, I don't know. There's something different about making the physical thing. The iPad just makes it so easy. Yeah. Like, I, I don't know. I, I do enjoy painting. I do want to get back into it and, and do like actual flash sheets. Yeah. Um, like, I don't know, make prints of that or something like that. But uh, mm -hmm. the, the digital stuff is so easy. Um, but yeah, speaking of uh, the designs, I may or may not have made it not just a phase picture for you guys. <laughs> no, no fucking way. <laughs> I think if the camera flipped, I don't know. I'm just going to show you my iPad here. Um, yeah, so I, I wanted to kind of, I know you guys only use uh, black and white and stuff like that. So I tried to stick to that. Uh, give me one second. I'm going to flip it here and then show you. Hold on. So I figured maybe post it as the, as the picture or whatever. Yeah. I don't know if you can see it. Oh, that's so, fucking but, sick. <laughs> That's sick as shit. <laughs> Thank you. I love there it because it's got the, your Peacekeeper logo in there too. Yeah, I put it just at the bottom, but yeah, the the bones and everything. I think it looks really. Cool. I'm very happy. I think this is like one of the coolest things I've done. That's so sick. I love how you also <laughs> the, the sun, like the sun there too. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. The sun, like chains and a pile of skulls and bricks and all that. Um, yeah, but I'll, I'll send you the, the high-quality version of it, too. Yeah, that's so sick, man. Jesus Christ, that's so gnarly. <laughs> um, well, yeah, like, honestly, like, when, when uh, kind of just to touch on that whole, like, with with everything kind of coming back, mm -hmm. I know, like, you, I think you and I have talked about it probably before, uh, but watching the, the because uh, I remember talking to my roommate about, about it when it happened was that dead city show the dead city punk show in la yeah yep seeing that to me was like watching like fucking music history just happen like that was yeah that was insane and i feel like not i don't know how many people have heard of it but it was like this like once like i mean like i know there's still like the whole there is still like a um I don't know if stigma is the right word. Uh, worry about the shows happening now and proving if people have gotten their vaccines and whatnot. But yeah. watching a punk show happen under a fucking overpass. Or an underpass. <laughs> yeah. What's the right word for that? Over in an under under yeah. an overpass and an underpass. <laughs> yeah. Under a highway. Yeah, an overpass. Under a highway in LA, pouring concrete to make your own stage. And just thousands yep. of fucking kids showing up, fireworks going yep. off. There's just like barrels on fire, cops and choppers just shooting rubber bullets at all these kids in the bands. That mm. was fucking insane. Yeah, that was wild. There's like kids sitting on the fucking the highway bridge or like, you know, on the side of it there. Oh my God. Yeah, it was insane. But yeah, it like uh, it made me really excited to even just go to like a regular live show would be cool, but like a show like that would be insane. Yeah, and like. I know LA is known for their known to have a fucking bussing scene, like just kids always going crazy. But like that made me so excited for the future of what's going on musically. Like, 
yeah how stoked and how many people were like we need this again like in town here I, I don't think it ended up happening. I didn't go. I really wanted to. There was supposed to be a punk show some off of some random logging road in the woods. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. Oh, on on sat- last Saturday. I hmm. think it got canceled because of like all the forest fires and stuff and just like the fear of all that. Yeah. And it's like super yeah. smoky here. But like, it's just popping up and like, it was at a place called Tadpole Creek. And that's not a bar. <laughs> it's a legitimate creek in the woods yeah. <laughs> off of a logging road. Um, that's repo- like, like it's just happening in random fucking spots now. Yeah. I'm hopeful that we're about to see a, see that happen like everywhere, you know? A resurgence. Yeah. Resurgence. Yeah. Even like, yeah, just outdoor shows and like in the forest or in the, in a, in a field somewhere or something like that. Like, it, I don't know. I think that's the way to do it. I think it's cooler that way. You know, that's way more punk than going to a venue or something, you know? Yeah, it's like, but, we got no money, but we could set up, we have, have a car with energy, we could just set it up right here, plug into the yeah, car. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, just shine your headlights on the, on the stage. Yeah. yeah. It's way no, more fun. Stuff right there. Yeah, exactly. There's no rules, everybody's just having fun, letting loose, whatever. It's, I mean, as long as it's safe, but like, you know? Yeah. yeah cool. Fuck, man. But yeah, anything, I think anything, that's what like, drew me into like the punk and fucking hardcore scene. Like there's no rules essentially, you know, but like the, the, the whole no rules or break the rules kind of thing is like, I've always like wanted that outlet. You know what I mean? Even at shows, like if you can get in the pit and fucking kick somebody in the head and like be friends and whatever, like I just, I'd love that shit. Mm-hmm. Do you find that there's a connect between growing up listening to that music and loving the, like that kinetic energy towards making art find a connector uh, probably yeah i guess like well i mean like yeah i think like traditional tattoos are like big in the harder music scene i guess so i probably like saw stuff like that even just like like old sailors like i have a bunch of pictures on my wall of just like old sailors i don't know if they would like that type of music but uh stuff like that i was like into the tattoos like that so yeah i think there there's definitely a huge disconnect i think probably most or if not all of the people i know that listen to harder music are like have traditional tats and stuff yeah uh, so i yeah i kind of like grew, like that's always been my my thing like my favorite thing i've like had you flash all over my walls and stuff like drawing it since i was 15 like i used to just like look at old tattoos and just like trace over them and like get the hand movements right and stuff like that you know and then just kind of like evolve my style from there. But uh, yeah, I don't know. That's always been like my biggest thing, like my favorite thing ever. It's been like the biggest hobby that's stuck too. That's what I was going to say. Like art is the biggest thing that's always stuck with me. Like I've been drawing since I was like six. Like my walls used to look like this, covered with different like stick figures and like weird cars that I would draw and stuff like that. Um, and then like every hobby ever always like fizzled out. Like I always wanted to like be in a band or whatever. So like I took drum lessons for a bit or I, I played bass in high school and like guitar and stuff like that. But I was like, I think it's, it would be cool to be in a band, but I'm, I just wasn't able to stick with it and like become really good at it. Or like art is the only like thing that I haven't gotten bored of, you know? Yeah, absolutely. Um, <laughs> so you, you were just talking, I, yeah. So I had another question. Like, um, because you're just talking about how you, uh, were like, if you want album art and stuff, mm-hmm. uh, and we were earlier talking about like 
tan tangibility tangibleness is that what we're doing <laughs> there um did that ever was that ever like um kind of like a factor in what made you like kind of like start getting into this was like like holding a record and having the art there um did you like ever see like i want to be i want to do what people are looking at um um i don't think it was like a factor when i first started but like thinking about it and and kind of realizing that maybe that could happen one day is very very cool like just seeing it physical even like like on my wall i've had some stuff printed out that i've done and even that is just like getting a print back is like so cool so i think yeah even like an album cover uh even if it wasn't physical even like if it was just on spotify or whatever just to kind of have my name attached to something that is cool like with a i don't know like a cool band or whatever something that i'm into i think that would be very very cool that would mm -hmm. like yeah like like i said like i have a, a couple different ideas of things i would like to do or where i would like to go with peacekeeper but it's like i just need to kind of get on it and execute it you know and like just start doing things that's i don't know just gonna like meet the right people i guess yeah I well know. like i said just fucking just go for it it's fucking yeah that's what i'm doing i'm just like i've just been literally just drawing every fucking day for like six to eight hours like i'm lucky that my job is like pretty easy going and i don't really have to do much and work from home yeah um so i'm able to just like draw for for that many hours or that long you know yeah um but yeah just like just like getting it out there and doing stuff like i don't know i'm just like excited to to kind of get the ball rolling and, and go from there yeah and so so far you've you've done the art one just through um just through peacekeeper you have now done poster and merchandise for three six seven uh three six seven pictures yep yep so you've done a couple of films for that because you did the i i'm sorry if i took a toll on you and you did another one right well I, yeah so i did the i'm sorry if i took a toll on you merch so like we have a shirt design that's coming out and then three different posters as well that got printed um, and then for the short film I was talking about that we did, the uh, His Dreams of Blue, right. I did the the poster for that. There's like a digital version that I did and like a hand painted version. Um, I think I'm probably gonna redo it just because we we put it into a bunch of festivals, so I wanted to like look as clean as it can. Yep. Redo that. Um, I've done like a couple album covers and stuff for the gum shots and like different merch and stuff. Those are all kind of like meme-ish designs i guess so <laughs> yeah um but i want to i want to like take on more serious projects and like actually do stuff. even like the notches to facing like i said like i think that was like really cool i had a lot of fun doing it i think it turned out what even almost looks like an album cover too now that i'm like it does looking I mean, i'm looking at it just sent it to me and it looks sick like you know what it reminds me of it's like um kind of like uh, like with no warning like that kind of like hardcore yeah like yeah, yeah, yeah. Kind of didn't really hip-hop yeah, hardcore yeah, I yeah, I definitely took a lot of like, well, yeah, because I mean, like, even like listening to your podcast and knowing what it is, I was like, okay, I kind of have to like, really show up on this one and like, do like a kind of like hardcore design and like, just kind of use your color palette that you guys use. I know I added to the red in there, but um, I had to do something. But um, yeah, I think it turned out really sick. And it, it does, you, after I looked at it, I was like, yeah, like the, the no warning kind of stuff 
Uh, it reminded me of that. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah, yeah, I fucking love that. And like, honestly, like even even the uh, three six seven like the shirts. I'm 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 looking forward to when I have disposable income so I can. Cause I want to grab it. I love it because it's like not only is it just like the poster, but it takes over the shirts. Like that big design. Yeah. I, I like that I'm seeing kind of pop up more. You know, like there's like a lot, like the like. I don't know what to call that kind of style of graphic design now, where it's like the sl- like the long sleeves with the sleeves and all the fonts on the sides, and you got like the big. Yeah, that's where we. I took a lot of inspiration from that. Uh, there's a company called Online Ceramics that does like. Uh, they did a lot of work for A24 merch. Oh, shit. The movie. Um, so, like, Midsummer and Hereditary, they have a bunch of designs for that. So, I was, like, using a lot of that as inspiration or references. But, yeah, even the stuff that, that you're saying, with the, the long sleeve that's, like, very graphic, big print on it, and, like, down the sleeves. Long sleeves would have been cool, but, we're, yeah, we're just doing short sleeves. Mm-hmm. I just wanted to get the design as big as possible and, like, have, like, uh, I added, like, the movie rating and stuff on there and, like, the yeah. credits on the show. I think that's I think it's a good look yeah it is like yeah and that's what I was gonna say with having like the R rating with the uh the yeah the credits on it it looks so good and yeah it has like yeah, a little blurb about the movie it has the big picture of like of one of the scenes yeah yeah I think it turned out well. I mean, I'm pretty happy with it I'm very stoked on it I'm like super stoked to see where you go with Peacekeeper and all the work <laughs> with it um always looking forward to more uh gum shots because <laughs> entertaining is absolute shit oh it's God. fucking hilarious yeah. <laughs> like Thanks. what i love is that we like our friends just show up like when when uh ingo spawn <laughs> yeah, <we got> him. <laughs> alistair he shows up Fuck, like, just so hilarious and so good <laughs> and like that's all too, yeah it's just like, to make our friends laugh honestly is why we make the music yeah and that's what i like is like it's it, it's fun you know it's yeah. it's not taking itself seriously it's just like <laughs> yeah no not at all yeah we'll just like all. get all fucked up and drink a lot and then just hit record and see what happens um the only like serious thing we did we did that that song for that uh the film festivals or the youtube kind of video festival kind of thing okay that, um, where we did that Uncle Jack one, and he shared that one. Thank you very much. Appreciate that. Um, but yeah, it was like a 24-hour film festival, I guess he called it, where we had to like write and record and film a video, edit it, and put it out within, I think it wasn't within 48 hours, but we saw it late or started late and only had 24 hours to do it. Um, so yeah, we did that one. We didn't win any awards for it, but I think we should have. Because again, like it was like, like Jake made it, so it was like a, a movie you know it was like a really well done music video and then like i recorded all the lyrics for it in like an hour i think and uh put it out but yeah that's like the really only like more serious kind of thing that we did right yeah it's fucking awesome um <laughs> thank you like fun. That, and that's the thing is like it, it, everything you do like with peacekeeper and gum shots is just like it looks like you actually it's not like it, it you're enjoying what you're doing, you know, you're having a fun time with it. You're not like, you can tell that it's not a stressful, like, cause like, man, I've been in bands where it's just like, you're working on a project and it is just like, yeah, uh, we got to get this done. Like, stuff like that. done. Yeah. Exactly. Whereas yeah. like everything you're doing is just like, you're just enjoying it because you, you're doing it because you enjoy it. Right. And I think that's yeah. 
biggest thing. I just want to have fun with everything. Yeah. I just want to have fun with everything, especially like Peacekeeper where I have like total control over that and kind of do whatever I want. I just want to, yeah, just have fun with it and like draw stuff that I'm into or like stuff that I think looks cool or like I have this weird idea and see if I can execute and all that. Even with gum shots too, yeah, like I said, we just get drunk and hit record and see what comes out and then we'll just release it. Like, you know, nothing's too serious about it. Well, is there uh, any uh, anything you want to shout out? Anything you got planned? Gum, <laughs> gum shots got some new, uh, some new records. Uh, gum shots put out new songs almost every week. Um, yeah, check out Gumshots on Spotify. Uh, biggest thing is probably Peacekeeper Club on Instagram. Um, I want to do more designs for people. I think like even like album art. I did the uh, Projects movie again. The, they have an original soundtrack coming out, so I did the album cover for that. Um, yeah, I think that would be cool. If any bands want to get at me for album design, we can work it out and do something cool. Um, maybe start up a zine. I think that would maybe be the next step. Hopefully, I think that would be really cool. Uh, I have the Society Six website. If uh, people want to buy prints or anything, actually, you know what? If somebody wanted a print, just talk to me directly. That'd be cool. I'd do it for a lot cheaper. Yeah. Um, That's the yeah, Peacekeeper Club on Instagram for that. Peacekeeper Club on Instagram. But the Society, Society Six is pretty cool. They have like the coasters, like you're saying, there's like shower curtains and bar stools that you can buy, which is pretty sick. I was thinking yeah. about buying one of those. Um, yeah, I don't know. That's about it. Fucking rights. Uh. Yeah.